Today's reading is Revelation 16. Then I heard a loud voice from the temple saying to the seven angels, Go, pour out on the earth the seven bowls of God's wrath. So the first angel went and poured out his bowl on the earth, and loathsome, malignant sores broke out on those who had the mark of the beast and worshipped its image. And the second angel poured out his bowl into the sea, and it turned to blood like that of the dead, and every living thing in the sea died. And the third angel poured out his bowl into the rivers and springs of water, and they turned to blood. And I heard the angel of the waters say, Righteous are you, O Holy One, who is and was, because you have brought these judgments. For they have spilled the blood of saints and prophets, and you have given them blood to drink as they deserve. And I heard the altar reply, Yes, Lord God Almighty, true and just are your judgments. Then the fourth angel poured out his bowl on the sun, and it was given power to scorch the people with fire. And the people were scorched by intense heat, and they cursed the name of God, who had authority over these plagues. Yet they did not repent and give him glory. And the fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. And men began to gnaw their tongues in anguish, and curse the God of heaven for their pains and sores. Yet they did not repent of their deeds. And the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings of the east. And I saw three unclean spirits that looked like frogs coming out of the mouths of the dragon, the beast, and the false prophet. These are demonic spirits that perform signs and go out to all the kings of the earth to assemble them for battle on the great day of God the Almighty. Behold, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who remains awake and clothed, so that he will not go naked and let his shame be exposed. And they assembled the kings in the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. Then the seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air, and a loud voice came from the throne in the temple, saying, It is done! And there were flashes of lightning, and rumblings, and peals of thunder, and a great earthquake, the likes of which had not occurred since men were upon the earth. So mighty was the great quake. The great city was split into three parts, and the cities of the nations collapsed. And God remembered Babylon the great, and gave her the cup of the wine of the fury of his wrath. Then every island fled, and no mountain could be found. And great hailstones weighing almost a hundred pounds each rained down on them from above, and men cursed God for the plague of hail, because it was so horrendous. This is God's word. Have you ever wondered why people who are dying don't just pray the sinner's prayer? After all, if God will save everyone who calls on the name of the Lord, then someone could live a completely selfish, sinful life and be saved just before they reach eternity. So why don't more people do that? One answer is that becoming a Christian is not just about praying some words like a magic incantation. Receiving the gospel starts with changing your mind, which is the act we know theologically as repentance. That change of mind requires a work of God in someone's heart, which causes them to want God instead of sin. If you genuinely want God, you'll turn to him as soon as you realize that you want him. You won't wait until the very end of your life. 
Although there are exceptions, the longer people live, the more hardened they usually become in their sin and rejection of Christ. To receive Christ is to renounce your pride, to admit that you've been living wrongly your whole life, and to fall on his grace alone because you're unable to fix yourself or your situation. Apart from the grace of God, human pride keeps us from such repentance. This is why the people described in today's chapter refused to repent and glorify him, as verse 9 says, according to the NIV, and their similar wording in verse 11 as well. Instead of calling for God's mercy then, people cursed him for his justice. We see that in verse 9, verse 11, and verse 21. That is the natural response of humanity to the holiness, righteous, and justice of God. This is why we must pray for God to open hearts and change minds so that people will turn to God for grace instead of cursing him for his justice. And so I hope you're praying for people that you know who don't know Christ, that God will work in their hearts and bring them to repentance. Pray for them right now, in fact. And I'll see you next time. May God bless you. Hope you have a great day.